The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, there are literally thousands of mushroom types that we've discovered. And of the edible types of mushroom supplements in your diet, they can help you think more clearly and have more energy. Plus, many other benefits, so listen closely. Plus, later, we'll tell you what's new at Mother's and what's going on around town. But first up, Dr. Mark Kaler has been involved in the natural products industry for well over about 40 years, including retail manufacturing, formulating, and private practice. He's studied a variety of traditional healing approaches, including Eastern and Western herbalism, naturopathy, nutrition, and shamanism. Mark brings an eclectic perspective to the conversation with an emphasis on education and truly holistic orientation. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great, but... uh don't age me too much there. It's <laughs> said, 40 years. I it's said not well, well over. past 40 years. So, you <laughs> okay, know, when okay. you get to this age, you want you you know, to, every year or two you can add on there. It makes a big difference. So. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I'll keep it right there. And Thank you look you. fantastic, Thank by the way. You. <laughs> so, can you please fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and of why you're here? Sure. Well, I, I've been involved in the natural products industry for a very, very long time. I've been involved in it from lots of different angles and everything. Uh, and kind of my mission right now is to reorient our, our health focus, our health conversation, uh, more towards what I call radiant health. There's a tendency, not just in Western medicine, but I think even in so-called alternative or natural medicine, to focus on disease. So, you know, I have a headache. Instead of taking aspirin, I'm now going to take feverfew. Or I have allergies. I'm going to take nettles or butterbur or whatever it may be. And I'd really like to turn the conversation a different direction. So let's talk about how I don't get sick in the first place. What do I take so I have more vitality, more vigor, more resilience? Uh, so I live longer, you know, so I add, you know, life to my years and years to my life, uh, that type of orientation. And it's all about this, again, this concept of radiant health being maximizing our health and vitality. I really believe that the vast majority of us really operate at subpar levels. I don't think we live to our fullest extent. I'm talking about from a health and energetic perspective. Uh, and I think there are a lot of things out there we can do from the diet and lifestyle, but certainly lots of supplements that can enhance that energy and really give us a better quality of life. And if you look at the ancestors and the old traditional medicines, you know, some of the most powerful medicines were the ones they associated with immortality, with longevity, uh, those types of things. So I'm really intrigued about that that path. And, you know, I guess there's a personal interest, too. You know, I'm turning 60 now, and you know, I'd like to extend that number a little longer than uh, I think uh, the standard statistics suggest. Okay, I hear, I hear you. And, of course, um, you know... Well, anyway, I, I was going to say life uh, definitely has, you have a very passionate approach to what you're doing, and so, and it shows, so. Good. Uh, today we're talking about the benefits of mushrooms, and um, I guess let's get started by asking, what makes mushrooms so special as a nature's remedy? Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting when we talk about mushrooms, because most people here in this country, when they talk mushrooms, they think, you know, hey, I'm going to throw it on top of my pizza, I'm going <laughs> to put it on my salad. Right. Uh, but in traditional cultures, particularly in traditional Asian cultures, these were medicines that were highly, highly valued. They were considered superior medicines. And these were medicines that were about, you know, not just treating disease or dealing with symptoms or even preventing disease. They were about what I'm talking about, this idea of radiant health and longevity and things. So I, I like these remedies that enhance the overall health of the organism, you know, these tonic remedies, so to speak. They're all about maximizing who you are and giving you the ability and energy to do the things you want. 
some amazing things about mushrooms is there's a long history of use. So we've got reishi mushroom, for instance. Re, uh, the hands-on use goes back probably 4,000, maybe 5,000 years. You know, think about that. They've been using one natural remedy for 4,000 years. That gives us a really deep, really profound understanding of the gifts and the, and the energetics of these types of remedies. And, you know, again, think about it. They can't go down to, you know, Mother's Market and pick up a bottle of reishi 5,000 years ago. Right. They had to go hunt for it, you know, which took a lot of time, travel for it, and bring it back and things. So uh, they recognize the value in this. On top of that is the fact that over the last 60, 70 years, there's a tremendous amount of research on the matter. Um, you, just by saying when you put a number on that with all these thousands of years, at what point, um, you know, for the average, when we think about 2017, you just, uh, we've been talking about this all day, about how we're, we're in the drive-through age, you know, and we just, we don't really say, hey, can I have a reishi burger or something <laughs> or right. whatever, you know, I mean. You wouldn't want to eat a reishi burger. No, it's not I don't a, think so, It's right? not a particularly edible. But if you think about when you put the number on all these years of, of the wisdom of how important it is to, to add into our diet, what, at what point do we really want to just grasp that to people and say, wake up, this is so important to have in our diets. Um, why is that not happening right now to everybody? Well, I think because what I was alluding to, when we think of mushrooms, we think of a salad topping or a pizza topping. We don't take them serious as medicine. I don't think most people are aware that there's all this research and things on it. Uh, in Asia, they've done three large population studies involving tens of thousands of women, and they found that women that ate mushrooms, just eating them three to five times a week, lowered their risk for breast cancer by like 64%. Wow. To me, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a woman, I'm... I'm, I'm eating mushrooms. They right. taste good. There's no reason not to. Right. It's going to give me these health properties. And then you talk about, you know, how today what's ailing us. The number one cause of death is heart disease. Mm -hmm. Well, reishi is wonderful at that. Number two is cancer. Well, reishi brings a lot of benefits for cancer. Uh, leading cause and contributor to virtually all disease is what? Stress. Mm -hmm. Guess what's good for that? Reishi's good for that. Uh, we have sleep problems. Reishi's good for that. We know inflammation is a contributor to every chronic disease out there. Reishi's anti-inflammatory. We know free radicals are creating a lot of damage. Reishi's good for that. So I think it, it's amazing when you start thinking about it, while these are in many ways old remedies or ancient remedies, uh, really, I, I think the time is now. They're extraordinarily well-suited for what's going on today. Look at all the pathogens now that are resistant to antibiotics and, and all the drugs. A woman just passed away in January in Nevada uh, from a bacterial infection. She had been given every single antibiotic they have, mm. and they couldn't treat it. And this is a growing problem. Uh, you know, the UN, I think, recognized that by the year 2050, they think there could be 10 million deaths a year from mm. antibiotic-resistant um, pathogens. So uh, the time has come, I think, for us to kind of wake up and realize that there's some powerful medicine in these medicinal mushrooms. Absolutely. Um, what's your favorite medicinal mushroom? Well, I kind of gave it away, you know, in our <laughs> talk a little bit earlier. That, right? It's the reishi mushroom. Yeah. Um, I've actually coined the phrase tonic for the 21st century because of what we were just talking about, because mm -hmm. it works with heart disease, it lowers blood pressure, lowers cholesterol, lowers triglycerides, uh, you know, it has those stress elements. And, you know, I don't know anybody living today that's not dealing with, a, you know, a significant amount of stress. Studies just came out in the last few weeks saying our stress levels are higher than they've ever been. Uh, unfortunately, it's affecting the kids too. Anxiety mm -hmm. and stress levels in children are mm -hmm. through the roof. They've never been this high. So again, here you have this wonderful remedy that is extraordinarily well suited for the ills and problems 
uh, that we're facing today. At the same time, again, it's going to enhance our overall health and, or, you know, and, and, and resistance and resilience and just help us be a better person. It, it's just, it, it's amazing when you think about what do I want to do to kind of help myself fight off the ills of modern society and the diseases and things. Reishi fits virtually every one of them. Well, I understand that you feel that supporting optimal immune, uh, immune health is more important today than at any other time. But uh, why? Why? Because I know the stress and everything that you were just mentioned. But yeah, there are a number of factors that I think make uh, immune health probably more important today than any other time. First and foremost, we live in a smaller plan than we've ever lived. So if someone gets sick from something they've never seen before, you know, 8,000 miles away, that disease can get here in a matter of, what, you know, 12 hours to take a flight around the country, around the world. And we've seen that. We've seen diseases that used to stay in these nice little locales. You can attack them. You can treat them. You can isolate them. Uh, spread quite dramatically. Zika, you, you name it, they spread much more quickly. Uh, the antibiotic and other drug-resistant pathogens are going through the roof. There are not drugs in the in the, you know, the, the line up, you know, that are going to cure and remedy these things. So if something hits us, uh, we're kind of uh, stuck to crossing our fingers and praying and, and thankfully these natural remedies and stuff like that. So I think that's another real reason. Then you talk about stress levels being high, mm -hmm. stress suppresses our immune system. We eat way too much sugar and refined carbohydrates. Within 15, 20 minutes, if you have some sugar, there are fewer immune cells. Those immune cells are more lethargic. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So they're just a whole bunch, a whole series of factors that are coming together that I think are stressing our immune system. And now's the time to be taking things like medicinal mushrooms, like reishi, maitake, shiitake, you know, keeping that immune system at its optimal level so, you know, we can deal with those. What about uh, most folks that are familiar with medicinal me uh, mushrooms know them for their immune activities, but which mushroom is best for supporting immune function? Yeah, and that would be the maitake mushroom. There's actually a beta-glucan that's unique to the maitake mushroom that's very effective for increasing numbers of our immune cells, uh, increasing activity of those immune cells, uh, and maybe improving overall functionality of the immune system. So, so simply put, with the maitake defraction, you have more immune cells doing more of what they're supposed to be doing and doing it better. Uh, and the nice thing about it is there are studies where they've actually compared it to some of these traditional remedies that have been used for a long time, lots of the other natural remedies that we know for our immune system. Uh, and a, a good example of this is reishi, which obviously, you know, uh, now I'm, I've, cat's <laughs> out of the bag I'm a big fan of. Right. But when they compared the maitake defraction versus reishi for anti-tumor action, and when they gave the reishi at a dose 50 times stronger than the defraction, the maitake defraction still had a threefold better effect or, you know, a killing effect on tumors which gives you an idea about how powerful it is. On top of that, the nice thing about maitake defraction, it plays well with conventional therapy. It's been shown that decreased the negative side effects of chemo, the hair loss, pain, nausea, vomiting, uh, decrease in red and white blood cells, all those things are impacted dramatically when you take it. Uh, on top of that, it actually may potentiate that chemo agent, meaning that chemo kills more cancer if you take the maitake defraction with it. So when you look at the range of things, the fact that it's boosting our immune system, the fact that it plays well with conventional treatments, the fact that we're under a lot of stress and strain now as it relates to our immune system, uh, again, clinically backed up, clinically researched, uh, you know, it, it, to me it's a no-brainer. And it's um, a delicious mushroom if you ever get to eat it. So that's what I was just going to ask you. So in the form of, um, so you're eating these? Are there supplements? You can't eat them, too? but the, the maitake defraction is an extract where they've concentrated the compounds that they know are most effective for the immune system. And that happened because 
Maitake was primarily a food for hundreds of years. It was actually so highly prized, it was worth, worth its weight in gold. Uh, so people really liked the way that this mushroom tastes. About 30 years or so ago, researchers said, well, let's look at some of these mushrooms that we've been eating a long time and see if they might have some of these benefits, these medicinal mushrooms that we've been using for hundreds or thousands of years. Uh, lo and behold, that's when they found out the maitake had these strong uh, immune-boosting actions. Initially, the work focuses on anti-HIV. There were studies by the National mm -hmm. Cancer Institute and a similar organization in Japan that showed it to have a potent anti-HIV uh, anti action to it. Uh, so that kind of intrigued them. The next question was, well, what in there is doing those things? So it, very simply, they did a series of extractions, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. What they found is as they extracted it down to D, they got better and better results with the D, the strongest. When you refined it beyond that point, you got less significant responses. So that's mm -hmm. how they came up with the, you know, there's no fancy story behind the D. It just happened to be, you know, the fourth one in the line of extractions. But that's the compound in there that stimulates the immune system. Uh, generally, when you talk about taking mushrooms for a medicinal or therapeutic purpose, you really need to take them in some sort of extract form, whether it be in capsule tablet or in a liquid form. The reason being is the human body just doesn't digest them. There's a fiber in there called chitin. The human body doesn't break that down, so it's best to take them you know, in these extracted formats. Um, and so you, uh, we're going to have to take a quick break, but I do want to talk to you about um, the types of mushrooms, because we've talked about the reishi mushroom, the maitake, and then there's uh, the th a third, or there are several? There are hundreds of <laughs> mushrooms. There are 700 <laughs> mushrooms that have been shown to have uh, anti-tumor action, over 300 oh. that have been shown to have immune-boosting action. So there are a lot of options oh, out there. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. Cause I Let's talk about all of them. <laughs> How much time do we have, right? <laughs> okay, good. Well, um, we have to take a quick break, but great information uh, with Dr. Mark. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. Well, now back to our interview with Dr. Mark Kaler, and we're talking about the benefits of mushrooms. So does the maitake mushroom have other benefits as well? Yeah, it was interesting with the maitake, all the work really focused about its immune benefits. And what was happening is people were taking it, you know, for their cancer treatment or the boost immune response, whatever it may be. And they were calling the company up saying, hey, I'm a diabetic. You know, I'm not taking as much insulin. I've been able to cut back on my drug. What's up with that? 
you know, the response was, well, you know, hey, it's just coincidental. Don't stop doing, you know, don't stop anything. Keep doing what you're doing. It happened so often they said, hey, we better look at this. They started doing some research. Uh, Dr. Proust at Georgetown University uh, started looking at it. And what they found is there's another compound that's different from the D fraction that exists in the maitake mushroom. Uh, they called it SX fraction. Uh, and they did three clinical trials on it for type 2 diabetes, showing it lowered both blood sugar and insulin. And the operative, operative word there is and insulin. There are a lot of natural remedies out there that lower blood sugar, but the way they lower blood sugar is by increasing insulin production. Higher insulin levels are problematic. It's a growth factor, can contribute to a greater insulin resistance, which is the cause of a lot of chronic disease, aging. Uh, it's a growth factor, may contribute to the growth of cancer. So when you lower blood sugar, you want to lower blood sugar and insulin. And that's what was amazing about the SX fraction is that it lowered both blood sugar and insulin. The other thing that was interesting is, you know, we always hear about natural remedies. They're not as strong as pharmaceuticals. They're not as quick to work, takes longer, all those types of things. They actually compared the Maitake SX fraction to a leading pharmaceutical for type 2 diabetes. They found that it worked more quickly and more effectively than the pharmaceutical drug did. So, you know, here we have this compound from an edible mushroom that tastes really good, outperforming a pharmaceutical drug that they probably spent, you know, $400 million dollars yeah. in, in discovering and researching and patenting and all those types of things. And here we have this mushroom that's been around a long time that brings these benefits. Uh, on top of that, then, you know, because insulin resistance is closely related or involved in an imbalance in women called PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome, they did two clinical studies with the SX fraction for PCOS and showed profound actions for that. And just like the D fraction plays well with conventional therapies, they found that the SX does as well. They compared, they used it in conjunction with the pharmaceutical drug, I think it's clomiphene citrate, which is the commonly used drug for PCOS, and they found out that the two of them together worked even better in unison. So, you know, a natural remedy that works across a number of things, backed by clinical studies, uh, and again, plays well with conventional therapies. And that's always nice, because people never know, you know, I'm taking this drug, I'm taking that drug, but I'm using, you know, these natural remedies, are they safe to use? And in most areas, we don't have that information, that research, but it's nice with a lot of these mushrooms we do. That's great, and that I love that I love that it outperformed the actual drug too. I think that's great. That's a wonderful story. Um, we're all getting older, of course. We talked about that in the beginning of the show. That <laughs> 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 there's a, is there a mushroom that can offer us some help in the lunch in the in the aging department? Yeah, and that's another favorite mushroom of mine. It's cordyceps. This is a traditional mushroom that's been used for hundreds of years in Chinese medicine. Uh, it's another one of those superior medicines, all about enhancing the health of the organism and stuff. In Chinese medicine, it's said to build the yang or the fire. You know, many people know yin yang. Yang is drive, motivation, heat, movement. Think about the aging process. It's pretty much the opposite of all those things. Everybody moves to Florida. Everybody <laughs> moves to Arizona because mm -hmm. they're attracted to that heat and things like that. They're they lose that. Uh, a lot of people complain about not having the same drive, the same motivation. Cordyceps brings, again, that back, that yang fire. Uh, it's been shown to strengthen lung function, strengthen heart function, uh, it's actually used by mountaineers as they go up to the higher altitudes because it improves oxygen ups uptake by the lungs. So more oxygen gets into the body, so the cells are fueled. More oxygen gets to the heart, so the heart bumps, uh, pumps stronger, healthier. There are studies with it for arrhythmias. Uh, there are clinical studies with it for bronchitis and for asthma. Uh, it's a wonderful tonic for the kidneys. So for people who have chronic kidney issues, it's probably the best single natural remedy out there for improving and strengthening kidney function. Another thing that goes along with the aging process is what would be called technically, clinically, hyposexuality, lack of sex drive, functionality issues, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And cordyceps is one of the unusual remedies that actually has three clinical studies on it showing improvements for both men and women, boosting libido, 
boosting functionality, uh, you know, a number of different things. So it brings a lot of things to the table that are, I think are very specific to the aging process. Uh, we know antioxidants are very important in this process. Cordyceps actually stimulates the body's own production of antioxidants. Things like superoxide dismutase, glutathione peroxidases. These are all naturally occurring antioxidants that cordyceps stimulates your body's own production of it. So it's going to strengthen the body as a whole, strengthen the immune system, give us more energy, increase oxygen uptake, you know, strengthen the major organs of the body. Uh, and the other aspect of it is said to nourish the yin. The yin is the physical substance of the body, you know, the joints, the tissues, the muscle, uh, the brain, the solid aspects of it. So here again, bringing us more energy, more vitality. At the same time, it's kind of nourishing uh, the, the, the physical self and stuff like that while it supports those ma major organs. So, you know, most of us know it, know basically in this country for its energy boost and endurance. And there are studies supporting that, you know, when the uh, Chinese athletes entered the world market, world competition in 83, they were winning and setting all these records. And they said, oh, our secret weapon is the cordyceps mushroom. Yeah, they were taking cordyceps. They were also taking a lot of other pharmaceuticals. I know this because one of my teachers was one of their uh, instru instructors or researchers, and she knew that they were giving them cordyceps and all these other aids. But there is a lot of research on cordyceps as far as boosting endurance, uh, increasing ATP production, which is a compound that's very much involved in the cellular energy, uh, maybe improve mitochondrial function, protecting the mitochondria, those little engines that drive our cells. Uh, so I, I think it really is a relevant mushroom, uh, certainly for the aging uh, community, prevent it, reverse it. Uh, as well as just enhancing our overall health and vitality. Oh, I'm definitely checking this one out too. <laughs> it's the cordyceps mushroom. That's the one that you're talking about. And again, you, um, as far as taking it as a supplement, taking it in uh, regular, you can eat these cordyceps mushrooms or what is this? How does this form? Yeah, I probably shouldn't give it away, but cordyceps is a fungus that grows out of the head of a caterpillar at 8,000 feet up in the Himalayas. And okay, well, well, I'm not well, sure that you really want to consume caterpillars with funguses growing out of their head. Okay, that's bizarre. That's, that's how it was used traditionally in conventional medicine. <laughs> Thankfully, you know, in the, the Mushroom Wisdom product. Uh, how do you a, it, study? How in the world? That is a, that's crazy. Okay, okay, here's the story. Yeah. It's known as a yakodisiac. <laughs> and the story behind cordyceps is that when they would bring the yak and cattle to high, higher climbs in the spring to eat the new grasses and stuff like that, that the cattle and stuff would graze and they would root through the grass looking for something. And right. guess what they were looking for? They're looking for the cordyceps. Yeah. Guess okay. what happened after they ate the cordyceps? <laughs> they, they got frisky and yeah, they got randy. They so, you know, uh, these shepherds and stuff like that said, hey, there's something to there's it. something in that. The part I don't get in this story is they told the monks. Now, why would you tell monks about something that's going to increase this aspect of our lives? I don't know. But eventually the story got to the imperial palace. The, you know, the physicians and things there started looking at it, started exploring it. And for years in China, it was only allowed for use by the imperial family really? under pain of death. So it was so highly prized and valued that nobody else could be taking cordyceps except for that imperial family. Okay, so that's kind of how we got to work cordyceps. my favorite interview ever, by the way. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mark, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Is it February? No, I guess we're in a March. No, I was going to say this would be a great Valentine's Day story. <laughs> uh. And the other thing, it, it's been shown to work for both men and women as far as boosting libido. Yeah. The numbers are about, you know, about two-thirds of men and women see benefits there, uh, improvements in functionality specifically for men, nitric oxide, and a number of measures. So, uh, again, clinically backed up. It's just not one of those things you see advertised on late-night TV where they're throwing <laughs> stuff together, right. saying it's kind of magic. This is something, again... For people suffering from a legitimate concern sure. called hyposexuality, it's not for the 25-year-old who's looking for an alternative to the little blue pill. 
It's not going to do anything for them. No, no. But I I love the research behind that and again that it was coveted. You know, this is something that was um, really behind. Thank you for explaining that. <laughs> I think that research is fantastic. Um, one of the top concerns for people as they grow older and being able to keep their minds off of, and memory is sharp, um, is a mushroom that may help and keep our mind and memory going strong. Is that the same cordyceps? Is this the same one? Well, the interesting thing about mushrooms is there are dozens of mushrooms that have been shown to support the brain. Reishi does, cordyceps does, maitake does. They all have neuroprotective actions. Uh, there's a mushroom that most people probably aren't familiar here in the West with called lion's mane uh, that actually has some very specific brain and nervous system actions to it. Uh, more specifically, there's a specific extraction of the lion's mane called amylobin-3399 that has been studied and tested specifically for Alzheimer's and dementia, hmm. increasing uh, activity of the brain, improving cognition. Uh, with, with Alzheimer's and dementia, they saw improvements with functional independence, meaning the ability to take care of themselves, dress themselves, feed themselves, uh, quality of life, memory, mood, balance, perception. Uh, one study looked at wandering. We know that's obviously spatial issues or yeah. uh, directions and things with Alzheimer's and dementia. Uh, so there's a very specific extraction of it that has these two compounds in there. One of the set of compounds is called hericinones. Uh, these are compounds that stimulate something called nerve growth factor. Uh, in 1983, again, uh, a woman uh, had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia. They actually pumped nerve growth factor directly into her brain, and for the first time, they actually reversed and slowed the development of Alzheimer's. Really? There's a problem with that. Who wants to walk around with a hole in her head pumping nerve growth factor in it? Eventually, that's going to get infected. The infection will kill you. The other issue is nerve growth factor is really, really expensive. Uh, it can run $100,000 a month for treatment for something like that. So they started looking for natural remedies that would cross the blood-brain barrier, get into the brain, and stimulate the brain's its own production of nerve growth factor. And again, for some reason, someone said, hey, let's take this lion's mane mushroom and see if it does that. I've never heard why they actually chose this for this purpose. Uh, and they found that it does cross the blood-brain barrier. It does stimulate the endogenous production of nerve growth factor, which has those benefits for reversing or at least slowing the buildup of the amyloid beta plaque, which is certainly problematic in Alzheimer's dementia. Right. There's other work that's suggesting that our immune system is very relevant as 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 a mechanism for cleaning out this gunk from her brain. Lion's mane boosts the immune system. And again, we know it gets into the brain, so it may be working there as well. Uh, and then there are these fatty acids in there, which they called amylobin, which actually have a protective action on healthy cells. And that's one of the areas that's often overlooked in treatment for Alzheimer's and dementia is, you know, everyone focuses on the plaque, but what you want to do is you want to save your healthy cells from damage associated from the plaque, the inflammation and the free radicals. So it works kind of in a holistic manner targeting the plaque, regenerating the brain, uh, boosting the body's immune response so it can come in and clean out all that gunk and garbage. Uh, at the same time, then it's protecting the healthy cells that are going on. Uh, and, and I use it personally. I've noticed when I take it, I'm quicker, I'm sharper. Mm. I've gone on and off it a few times to make sure there's no placebo effect with it. I've given it probably to 40 or 50 people who don't have Alzheimer's and dementia, at least no signs of it because they're in their 20s and 30s. Uh, and everybody notices within one to three days just being a little quicker and sharper. And you know, if you know anything about the, the remedies that are out there for the brain, ginkgo takes a good month for it to work. Uh, Bacopa, another good brain herb from Ayurvedic medicine, probably takes two to three months for it to work. And here you have the product amylobin-3399 that you may notice the difference in one to three days. And we're talking about for, you know, healthy brains looking for that, you know, that boost. If you're talking about more serious concerns, you're looking at a month or two before you start seeing uh, hopefully measurable responses. 
Wow, fascinating. I'm going to be getting on that right away. <laughs> so um, I, everything that you've talked about and uh, shared with us about these mushrooms and um, and really interesting information. We uh, thank you for your time, Dr. Mark. Some great advice. And I want to make sure that uh, we have time to talk about your websites as well. We have mushroomwisdom.com, bioupdate.org, and radianthealthproject.com. All three websites. Yeah, if they want to find out about the products, you know, mushroomwisdom.com is it. If they want to find out about research on mushrooms, and there are hundreds if not thousands of studies there, bioupdate.org is nothing but research. Right. Uh, then my site, the idea built around the Radiant Health is radianthealthproject.com. I'm, I'm trying to file for a nonprofit to make this a, an organization to help people, you know, on this path to Radiant Health. Perfect. Well, thank you so very much. We look forward to our next visit. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.